0: Hey Wild Ones, my name is Dana Gatzielis and I am your host. Welcome to the Wild Love. This is a place where weary hearts come alive. So I recently laid my heart out on the table and shared the feelings I had with this guy that I've been seeing for the better part of 2023 and you guys, he told me he was unable to reciprocate the feelings. Ugh, rejection hurts like hell. There is truly no way around it. But this one in particular has just been super difficult to work through. I think it's really because when we're rejected, we we touch on grief. And when we hit grief, it's like an octopus with all these tentacles. And it tends to just touch every single place in our lives where grief is still happening where it's still not been completely worked through. So I'm really working through a lot of grief that, um, I haven't completely let go of over the last couple of years. So I was talking to my counselor about this overwhelming grief in the aftermath of this rejection. And she made a suggestion that really resonated with me. And I thought it was profound enough to actually share with you guys. And that question was, what if you took a break from dating? Here's the thing. I really have not been pursuing dating at all. I'm not on any of the apps. They're just not my thing. No judgment. But I have been open to opportunities when they've come my way. (laughs) So she allowed me to kind of figure this out on my own. And what I realized that I've been doing without even really being conscious of it is that I've been looking to men in order to validate my experience and my existence, in order to feel worthy, in order to feel good about myself and like I am okay to take up some space in this world. I know it's ugly. This is likely due to my religious and cultural programming, but it runs really deep for me. If I'm not seen by a man and applauded by a man, what does that even say about me? Even just a few texts thrown back and forth between a flirty guy friend can soothe the sting of these questions that I love to avoid. Like, am I enough? Am I worthy of being seen? Can I take up space? So after my counseling session, I took some time to get really honest with myself and created my very own dating detox rulebook and or like a guideline, I guess. And there's just two rules I have. Number one, no flirting and no accepting date invitations for the next three months. And number two, no reaching out to men who are anything other than purely platonic friends and (laughs) the key is to get really honest with myself about who those men are and the ones that are on the borderline flirtatious side I needed to communicate with them before my container started to share what I was doing so the first of my roles the no flirting and no dating thing is really easy for me honestly that's okay the second one has proven to be so much more difficult and honestly this surprised me i kind of thought that it would be harder to not you know date or be flirtatious um but it's proven that that's the easier part the the harder part is letting go of some relationships that have become such sources of comfort for me I didn't realize how often my impulse to connect with a man would come up in an attempt to soothe any anxious feelings or bouts of loneliness that would just pass through me. So the night before I started my detox, I, and I don't know what else to call it, you guys, detox. I don't know. I've also heard no man diet. That doesn't resonate with me as much. Um, But anyway, so the night before I started this container of time, I reached out to the men who I knew I needed to reach out to, and I very honestly shared with them that this was a pattern I realized I had and that I really needed to take a break from connecting with them because it was actually a way for me to avoid facing my own grief and my own pain. I was really nervous about how they'd respond, honestly, but I knew I had to do it either way. The response I received from these men was nothing but supportive. One of them even decided he also needed to take a dating detox too. Another one did some research and sent me some resources to help me make the most of this time. It just goes to show that when we show up authentically and honestly and share our truth, we give others permission to respond in really kind and beautiful ways too. Even to really kind of tough and awkward news. Here's what I know. If you want a new life, it's gonna cost you your old one. Let me say that again. If you want a new life, it's going to cost you your old one. In order for something new to come in, we have to let go of the old way of being, the old way of believing, and the old way of doing. So it's been just about two weeks since I've made my commitment. And honestly, guys, it's been so much harder than I thought it would be. Sometimes my grief feels as big as a mountain. There are moments when I just wanna reach out to this one man in particular, who I know cares deeply for me because his presence always brings such comfort to me. Attachment can be such an addiction not unlike substances. I've removed my own addictive behavior and I'm taking time to face the pain. I think it's similar to coming off of alcohol or drugs. Honestly, I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's true. So what I'm coming to accept is that loneliness is just part of the human existence. It's part of our experience here. The longing for partnership is wonderful. But even that will not completely fill the longing that is built into all of us. There's this deep, deep longing, deep calling out to deep. I was a theology major in college. I went to the University of San Diego. And there is uh, this one quote that always stuck with me. And I believe it was St. Athenaeus. And it goes, our hearts are forever restless until they rest in thee. I think the truth is, is that God built this longing into us so that we can remember that this place, this world, is not our true real home. We're merely travelers passing through. That's my belief. You don't have to hold it. (laughs) So here I am feeling the immensity of the longing And also feeling the deep capacity for joy that's been carved out by the longing. And all of it, the joy, the grief, the mountain, the valley, it all belongs. I'm not going to be able to tie this episode up in a bow and say how great everything is. Because the truth is, it's hard, it's tough but I'm looking forward to all of the gifts that are gonna come from taking this time to do this really, really hard thing. And as one of my best friends, Sheila said, and reminded me today, you can do hard things. I have faith that the best is truly yet to come. I wanna finish by sharing a poem that I recently read by David White. It's called, Sweet Darkness. When your eyes are tired, The world is tired also. When your vision has gone, no part of the world can find you. Time to go into the dark, where the night has eyes to recognize its own. There you can be sure you are not beyond love. The dark will be your home tonight. The night will give you a horizon further than you can see. You must learn one thing. The world was made to be free in. Give up all the other worlds except to the one which you belong. Sometimes it takes darkness and the sweet confinement of your aloneness to learn anything or anyone that does not bring you more alive is too small for you. Mm. To recap, Here are today's simple takeaways. And I just also want to make one note, you guys. If you heard my dog sighing, you weren't crazy. (laughs) He sighs at me when I don't pay enough attention to him. Um, I apologize for any funky sounds. I just moved into a new apartment. And so I'm still getting used to how to record here and what time and where and all that. So we'll work on those things. But here we go. Here are today's simple takeaways. Number one. Get honest with yourself about the relationships in your life. Do you look to others to validate your own sense of worth? If so, do you think you could have the courage to remove yourself from them for a period of time in order to heal the parts of you that you've been avoiding? And number two, rejection is truly an invitation into a more aligned life. When the pain comes in hot, remind yourself that this is an opportunity to choose yourself, to commit to deeper levels of healing and becoming the version of you that you've always wanted to become. It's a blessing. If this brought anything up, I really encourage you to find someone to talk to. And if you're looking for trauma-informed mentorship, you might wanna work with me You can check out my coaching container on my website, which is danamariemusic.com, and you'll see the tab for mentorship. Until next week, I hope you remember to choose and love the great love of your life. You.